Welcome to the Pigsty's Rabid Reaction Podcast for Arkansas's 78-75 win over Georgia on Saturday evening. As always, we'll get you some analysis of the game in under 10 minutes and get you back on your merry way. So happy to be coming to you again after taking the middle of the week off. No Razorback basketball game in the middle of this week. Coming to you live from the new Pigsty International Podcasting Headquarters, a.k.a. a new desk in our guest room. So very, very fancy digs we have set up here. I have a whole lot more space. Very cool desk we have here. Some rattan kind of pattern on the drawers. Uh, my wife is a whiz at Facebook Marketplace. So fantastic. And we, uh, we're, really, we're really official now here on a pigsty rabid reaction podcast. So hogs get a win, take the middle of the week off and come back, get Devo Davis back. Still no Trevin Brazil, but get Devo back in the game. Uh, And yeah, hogs got a win. I mean, you can definitely see it. You like, you kind of can see what the formula was today, right? If, if basketball is about gaining advantages, Arkansas gained their advantage and won the game in points off turnovers, right? Which makes so much sense for a team that struggles in the half court, uh, which this team definitely does. I mean, even Eric Musselman's saying now what I've been saying all season long, which is that this team is severely lacking a facilitator on the offensive end and a facilitator to really get you into the offense in the half court. So when you're lacking that, you have got to find – ways to generate points in transition uh, and some of that can be you know taking taking and pushing very quickly uh, which we saw some some uh, today you know uh, kind of one of the advantages of having multiple guards on the floor at once is is you know when one of them gets a long rebound that kind of caroms to them you can immediately push and get out in transition. And for a team that struggles in the half-court offense, that's a great way. The other way to do it is to get live ball turnovers, right? And when you can get live ball turnovers and get the ball into transition, that's going to make a huge difference. Hogs won points off turnover battle 21-8. to eight. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> 21. New desk, new digs, still the same um, cracky, puberty-ridden voice <laughs> that I've had my entire life. Uh, 21 to 8 uh, in points off turnovers advantage today, right? And that when you talk about that, I mean, that's a difference in the game. Georgia's a pretty hot three-point shooting team. They did not shoot the ball well from three. But turnovers really told the story. I mean, Hogs went into halftime – not with a significant lead. <clears throat> That's two. So it's got to happen one more time for the rule of threes. Uh, Hogs went into halftime with not a significant lead, but a lead nonetheless, right? I mean, and, and in a game that was this close, a pretty significant margin. And how were they able to do that? Well, they protected the basketball in the first half. I mean, this team in the first half had just four turnovers. They doubled that in the second half, right? And you can see, you know, that switching to that 1-3-1 zone really, really messed with Arkansas offensively. Why? Well, when you stretch it, as Georgia was able to do when they made buckets, when you force Arkansas to try to start initiating offense from from three-quarters of the way down the court and you don't have a a strong facilitator, 
that's gonna mess that's gonna mess with your offensive flow. Hogs also did not win points in the paint tonight, um, but again, it was close, right? It was a, it was a very you know they only lost it by two. Hogs won the three point shooting battle by three points today. So when you put those together, you're you're basically at a wash. What really really made the difference for this Arkansas team was those points off turnovers. I mean that was it was huge. Uh, yeah, free throw shooting. It's funny. I love to see how frequently they talk about how how often Arkansas gets to the line, right, and and celebrates that. It was also telling to see that stat today that even with that, they're still like 161st in college basketball and in, in making free throws, right, and free throw percentage. Um, so you've got to get there an extra number of times to really m- make that an advantage for your team. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you also what you also saw today that I, we haven't seen a ton of from Musselman, uh, and it's something that we we've seen previously is but but not a lot this year is we saw dudes play heavy heavy minutes. We had four guys play thirty plus minutes tonight. LL is thirty seven. Tremont Mark thirty nine. Uh, Keon Menafield thirty one. Devo Davis thirty five. Uh, and uh, you know, and then you had uh, Makai Mitchell play 25, which isn't a small number. Uh, other than that, the only other dude to play double-digit minutes tonight was Jalen Graham with 14. Blocker played seven. Feels feels like most of those came very early in the game. Uh, Chandler Lawson only played seven. Davenport and Battle played three apiece. It, we saw a much shorter bench tonight. And you wonder, as... Push comes to shove as we get down to the through, you know to the sort of head to the finish line of this season. Musselman is still coaching as if he wants to win basketball games, right? He's not. He is not yet throwing in the towel because when you look at previous seasons and what this team did as they started to make runs and started to really turn things around uh, in previous years in February and then hit that stride in March, the bench really shrunk. Right, it got to the point that there were a small number of guys. You know, I mean, you look at tonight, only seven dudes played double digit minutes. That's been his approach all along in Arkansas. So he's not necessarily wavering uh, on on what he does and what he thinks will make for the most successful basketball team. The difficult thing is, as we've talked about over and over again on this podcast, is the hole that he's having to dig himself out of is much deeper. Uh, than he, he has previously. Having said that, I mean, you know, hell, win out. Eight games left in conference play, win out. Get yourself to 20 and 11 heading into the SEC tournament, 11 and 7 in conference play. You pull that off, I, you you could be talking about a team that could get themselves into the SEC tournament with, with some strong play in, in the SEC tournament. I you know again one win is not going to change my mind especially against a team like Georgia uh, that hasn't been great recently and really did not shoot the ball well from three which is their bread and butter so I'm not you know I'm not and Arkansas should have I mean it, the way things looked for much of this game Arkansas should have won this game by by more so I'm not sitting here saying that I think this team is suddenly going to magically turn it around but I think Eric Musselman is still coaching as if he has a shot, 
right? He's still coaching as if that's a possibility, which, you know, kudos to him. I mean, again, kudos to him for continuing to try to do stuff to win ball games for Arkansas this year. Uh, great crowd tonight. You know, they were loud. Had my favorite, did my favorite hog call of all time. My favorite hog call of any, any hog call is that where you've had a run in Bud Walton Arena, the opponents have to take a timeout to stop the bleeding. Crowd is loud and, and frenetic, and you go right into that hog call. Got one of those tonight uh, there near the end of the game, which is awesome. So they're they're doing things to still try to keep things competitive through the end of the year, which is impressive. I uh, want to quickly, with a little bit of time I have left, talk about uh, some sort of players of the game uh, tonight, I, I think obviously the first one you got to go Keon Minifield. He was a plus eight, so team high plus eight and and f- fifteen points uh, tonight. Uh, I would also my next dude I want to shout out. I'd uh, shout out L. Ellis, uh, who had also had fifteen points on six of eleven shooting. Both he and Minifield was, were six for eleven. L. Ellis, the form all, often looks a little janky, but he was three of six from three, which is awesome. Also had three assists and five boards plus three steals. Pretty really you know really solid line for him. Uh, and then I would shout out Debo uh, as well. Just good to have him back, and you you want to see him end his hog career on a high note. Okay, wrapping up, got about 30 seconds left. Thank you for listening. Won't have one of these on Wednesday because it's Valentine's Day, uh, so and my wife's birthday, so that's unnecessary. We're not doing a we're not doing a 10 minute podcast in the middle of all of those festivities. Uh, and I hope you wouldn't listen to one on Wednesday night. I hope you have uh, fun plans for yourself. If you're one of our new subscribers, please share this with at least one other person. Uh, and we'll see you tomorrow. We'll have our our normal Sunday piece and uh, Razorback reels. So thank you for listening, and and we'll see you next Saturday after the Hogs play Mississippi State.